What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. I have a question. What's that, little hoaxer? Hulk Hogan? That's right, brother. I mean, someone who sounds like Hulk Hogan, but uh, copyright-wise is not technically Hulk Hogan. That's right. Um, sure. Why not? Don't internet search me. Okay, my mom doesn't let me use Google anymore anyway. That's probably for the best, little hoaxer. Wait a second. Maybe you can help me. I'll do what I can. We're, I'm looking for all the wrestling news, rumors, and all the results, and I can't find them anywhere. Well, let me tell you something, little hoaxer. If you need your fix for internet wrestling rumors and results and all the inside information, you're going to need to go to WrestlingNewsWorld.com. If you're not there, you're not anywhere, brother. Wow, thanks, kind of Hulk Hogan. Sure thing, little hoaxer. Remember, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, and go to school and all that other stuff, because I'm not really Hulk Hogan, so I don't know what he'd want to say. WrestlingNewsWorld.com It's December to remember. Oh, wait. No, we're better than that. <laughs> ECW. See, reference right, right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Got to get, get it. Out of the way. That way we ne- never forget. Yeah. Get it on lock. Get it on lock. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Brendan. I'm Nathan. And it's time for a mini episode, but it's also a mailbag because we kind of woot, mush woot. the two together. Yes, uh, yep, that's how it's going to be from now on. This is the world you live in. Now deal with it. <laughs> we are well into December. Christmas is coming up real soon. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. We're going to have another episode next week covering another Christmassy type movie, and then uh, we'll have another mini one at the end of the month as well. So, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be what we're doing in December. And then, of course, yeah. on uh, in January, I believe on the 11th, we'll be right back on uh, on schedule. Wowie, January 11th, man! You just came up right off the top of your head with that one. <laughs> yeah, you must have you must have the schedule right in front of you. I did actually. There's actually no Good. editing on this show because we're so seamless. Good job. You are super prepared, Brendan. Good job. Thank you so much, Nathan. You know, I the- mean that. Super prepared. That was basically just to tell you that we will not have an episode on January the 4th. Um, because that would mean we would need to record it on New Year's Eve, and that's probably not happening. <laughs> not happening. Not happening. <laughs> so, yeah, we will be taking one week off in early January, uh, and we'll be back on the 11th. And that's, that's the only... That's the only. Hiatus. 
Yeah, that's the only time we won't be here, so don't fret, folks. Do not fret. Right. I don't want you to fret. Are you fretting? No, fret okay. not. Fret not, young wanderer. Um. Anyways, after that train wreck, let's go to the mailbag. All right. Zip. Po- uh, what's his name? Tim. Postman Tim. Um, post post, op, post officer Tim. Post officer Tim. He was mm-hmm. he was in the spirits today. He was wearing his uh, Santa hat. Oh, I thought you were saying he was drunk. Oh, well, yeah, that too. Is he into the spirits? He was in the were. spirit, and he was into the spirits. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he didn't even try to hide that either. I thought it was awesome where he tried to get you to kiss him under the missile, though. That was that was one of my favorite parts of the day. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, it was a little aggressive, but you know, he's on that list now, though. So we can't do any movies with Post Officer Tim in them. Oh, Post Officer Tim is such a well-known and respected thespian, though. Well, he was right. respected. Okay, mm-hmm. let's let's go into this. Uh, do you want to be to kick us off, or I certainly can. Uh, okay. This is. This question comes from the basement condition at Bement Condition mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, what is your favorite snack to eat during a movie? I'll let you go first because I think I'm just gonna probably agree with you. Popcorn, classic popcorn, bud. Yeah, it's the only way to go. Honestly, popcorn and like I don't know, chocolate, I guess. Yeah, maybe throw some, if you got some milk duds, sure, throw those on there. But I mean. Really, I, I'm I'm pretty simple in, in that regards. Is give me some you know some popcorn. Um, nachos yeah. are good too. Yeah, I'll do nachos. If, if you're watching the movie at home, maybe like and you kind of make up your own. Theater nachos are the worst. I cannot speak to that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you seen some of the people they hire at that place? I mean, just the worst, the dregs of society they hire to work in movie... Th- uh, I mean, you know, present company excluded, of course. All right. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was our that was our answer. <laughs> um, this, is, this next one comes from at Dr. Homie H, uh, otherwise uh, known as Drew Hallam. Uh, I pronounced that weird. Drew Hallam. He asks, <laughs> favorite. I like. Br- I had a weird like breath during. I was like, Drew Hallam. Hallam. He says, favorite drink to have during a movie. Oh, this is a good one for you because I know there are a lot of these movies <laughs> that you say. Okay. I had to drink. <laughs> now, are we talking about at the theater or are we just like talking about drinking at home? I want. I actually, you know what? I want to know your favorite drink to drink during one of these movies where you uh, one of th- where it is very necessary well okay well uh for the most part uh gin uh usually <laughs> uh, if i can get some flavored water the fantastic that actually just kind of heightens the experience it's a little easier it goes down uh the drink goes down a little easier and the movie goes down a little easier um However, I've been quite enamored with the Canadian Club Maple Whiskey, which is and now I can't get here in New Brunswick, which sucks because it's a fantastic drink. Um, but um, yeah, I definitely a, a high point spirit, something like gin or or whiskey, uh, mixed with a nice something that just kind of offsets the flavor. Now, if I'm at the theater and I can't do that sort of thing because that sort of you know public intoxication is quite frowned upon uh i like to, i like to get the um you know uh, the the knuckle dragging uh theater employee uh who works there uh to make me uh a nice shirley temple uh if i can just get a you know uh, some uh 
sprite with uh, a little bit of Fruitopia thrown in there for the, that that extra uh, flavorful kick. Ah, you're one of those people. Yeah, you knuckle dragger. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If I were, if you're lucky, I don't work at the theater you go to. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> hey, it would make um, so, these reviews a lot easier. <laughs> that's true, actually. Uh, what? So that was your that was like your regular drink, like non-alcoholic one. Yes, yes. If I'm at, if I'm at the theater, you know, uh, Sprite with uh, with a little bit of Fruitopia. Uh, if I'm at home, gin or whiskey. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say um, if I'm at the theater, I, I've been trying to like I've been trying to kind of on a, like a no pop kick for a little bit, like no soda for you American listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. I kind of just they, go. They say with... pop in the Midwest. Do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, okay. Well, our Midwest like listeners, Wisconsin, they'll say pop. Our Midwest yeah, listeners, pop. pop. Uh, everyone else in the states, mm-hmm. soda. In Canada, pop. <laughs> um, right. But anyway, try not to drink that lately. So I am generally now go for like it's not even it's not that much better because there's lots of sugar. But I usually go for like iced tea or something like that. Um, as far as like an alcoholic drink, I like a good rum and coke. Want to watch the ah, movie? the. Uh, Cuba Libre or a Julian, depending on where you're at. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that mm. was a thing. Well, Cuba Libre, um, uh, obviously for the uh, the Cuban folks, and a Julian for those who love the Trailer Park Boys. Oh, okay. I get you now. I was that's thinking like, the actual name of it was Julian. <laughs> well, that, that's what's kind of become the known as, yeah. because like because that's what Julian drinks on the show. I don't really have a preference yeah. on rum. I guess I just don't really like. I guess I don't really like dark rum, but that's that's about it. Okay, uh, so the next one uh, comes from the Better Than podcast. You mean the more uh, better than? If, no, no, uh, the Better Than podcast. For some uh, reason, more, their more Twitter good, handle gooder? is at MGT Podcast. Yeah, which stands uh, for it's more a weird way than. to say the the Better Than podcast. Um, <laughs> which is a better movie, Spawn or Ghost Rider? That is a toughie. But mm-hmm. I think we talked about this just before we uh, started recording here. Because Nicolas Cage is in it, it has that redeeming mm-hmm. factor, so I'll go with Ghost Rider. Yes, Ghost Rider is better than Spawn. <laughs> it's gooder than Spawn. It's better than Spawn. <laughs> You're right, it's a much gooder movie. Um, better than the next Spawn. One, <laughs> the next one comes from our old pal uh, at uh, EILF Movies. Yeah, is this uh, Steve or Izzy asking this question? I think this is Steve because I think we have one later from Izzy. Okay. Um, Steve Safe trip home us. from Japan, there, guys. If you're not back yet, they are. They, I, I think. I, I think they just got back. Okay. Yeah, they have actually. If you check out their uh, free advertising here, guys, if you check out their podcast right now, I believe they have an episode uh, kind of detailing their trip to Japan and uh, kind of went, what went down. Oh, did they get to give me camera? You'll have to you'll have to tune in. I'll have to check it out and find out. I guess, yeah. I think they met Godzilla. That's yeah, overrated. <laughs> but anyway, ELF movies. Uh, Steve asks, "What's Boxing Day?" I had no idea the sweet science had a holiday in Canada. Mostly as I've never seen a Canadian <sighs> boxer, but perhaps there's a story behind it. I don't know what Boxing um, Day is. What? I know it's the day after okay. Christmas. It is the day after Christmas. The reason why it's called Boxing Day uh, is because there's, there's, I've actually been told two reasons, and they both make perfect sense. One is uh, where you uh, box up all of your 
Christmas decorations is you take down your tree and everything like that and put it away because that's your Boxing Day. Or it's also the day where you box up the gifts that didn't fit or that have to go back to the store. They go back into the box so you can take them back to the store. It is not actually about uh, pugilism. However, uh, there was a really, really good explanation once given by John Stewart uh, where he explained that Boxing Day uh, was an odd holiday in Canada uh, where all children are placed into a box uh, for all the bad behavior they had previous to Christmas. Yeah, I believe that's that's actually that that's actually correct. That's what it is, right? It has nothing to do with pugilism. Either way, there's no um, fisticuffery involved. See, on Boxing Day, see, originally I was just watching a lot of George Foreman footage, like either he's interviewing or he's fighting people. <laughs> so you, you watch you watch the Thriller in Manila uh, every day on the twenty six every time on the twenty sixth of December, right? The Rumble in the Jungle. It's a Boxing Day tradition around here. Right, because you're a you're a big sports guy, big sports guy. Yeah, I watch wrestling yeah. and uh, uh, wrestling. <laughs> to get away from sports is the only time you'll see him run. That's right. Um, <laughs> next is uh, from the Besotted Geek Pod or at Besotted Geek Pod, the Besotted Geek, I guess. Um, I don't know if this is from from Stork or Peacock, but. Um, Santa Claus or Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. I'm guessing they're referencing the Mystery Science Theater versions. Yeah, I haven't seen enough of the Santa Claus, the Santa Claus one. Um, yeah. I've seen, I've never, I haven't seen the full movie of either one of these, but I've seen enough of Santa Claus Conquer the Martians to know that that's probably the better one. Well, I mean, they both have good solid riffs in them. Uh, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, however, is a tad more linear uh, with its story, whereas Santa Claus, uh, the the Mexican uh, Christmas movie, has this big chunk at the first where they're not really telling a story at all. They're just kind of featuring Santa's workshop, and it's kind of weird because, well, it's, yeah, they they show all the kids. Um... That being said, it did uh, generate the Mystery Science Theater uh, character who constantly recurred as Pitch, which is like a devil. But I'm going to have to decide with Brennan on this one with Santa Claus Conquers the Martians because it that episode has the Patrick Swayze Christmas. Oh, okay. There you have it. Uh, next one comes from the Useless Debates podcast from uh, UDPC podcast on Twitter. Um, when is it considered acceptable to start playing Christmas music, and how long after Christmas is it acceptable to still have your decorations up? So, first the Christmas music. When do you think it is acceptable to start playing that uh, kind of music around? In around Canada, um, the general rule of thumb is after Remembrance Day. Okay, Remembrance Day mm-hmm. for all of our, our non-Canadian listeners. Remembrance Day is uh, a day set aside where we commemorate the sacrifice of uh, you know war veterans. Uh, it's, I think they have Veterans Day. It's Veterans Day in the states, the same day, or Armistice Day. I'm not sure, but either way, after that day, because anything before that, you're basically saying, "Oh, we're going to ignore uh, what you've done." Um, and as far as how long is it acceptable to still have your decorations up, um, I'm going to say, uh, right up until midweek after New Year's Day. 
Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I will. Um, now, I don't want to. I, I don't mean to cause uh, any sort of argument, but this is from the. I think I, I believe I said this is from the Useless Debates podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I will say that as I understand the the idea of waiting until after Remembrance Day, um, but I honestly, I honestly don't think it's. I think people can still honor the veterans on Remembrance Day while having their decorations up early, like I don't, or their music playing rather. I don't think it like hinders one or the other, but I mean, I mean that's it's just... a, it's eleven days when you get right down to it because if if Remembrance Day wasn't there, uh, the Christmas decorations would fly up right after Halloween. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's an eleven day waiting period. I don't think it's you know ridiculous to have people wait eleven days to put up uh, Christmas decorations in stores and have stores start playing Christmas music. Yeah, I mean. I, I, I get it. I get that, that side of it, and I get the other side of it, too. I just, I don't think, I think you can do both at the same time. Now, I'm guessing this is in regards to in a retail setting, because when is it is considered acceptable to start playing Christmas music? Dude, you want to listen to Christmas music in July, fill your boots. Yeah. Well, there not there actually a song called Christmas in July? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I do know that one of my favorite songs, Christmas at Ground Zero by Weird Al Yankovic, is perfectly acceptable to listen to any time of the year. Yeah. Um, okay. Next up. Um, Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie or the best Christmas movie? It's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's it's definitely it's definitely one of my favorite action movies ever. It's up there as far as Christmas movies go for me. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know what? I'm going to have to say Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> yeah. The best Christmas movie. Not mine, but, um, <laughs> it's not, that one wasn't the worst either. Um, <laughs> for me, I mean, I have like a few different Christmas tradition, uh, traditional movies I watch every year. And like most of them, like there's a couple, like sometimes I'll watch Christmas Vacation, but there's a, there's a, most of them are like ones that at least to me, aren't, like, super overplayed. Like, I can't do... I don't know. Like, there's just some ones I can't do every year. Like, I I, I can do Elf every year. That's fine. Um, I, I really enjoy Krampus. And, that was fun. Uh, Gremlins is one that gets, gets a lot of play. Yeah. And, well, I'm going to say, for me, as far as this, this whole list thing goes, uh, Die Hard's on there. Yeah, I, uh, I was going to say Die Hard 2, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, no, Die Hard 1. That's, you, know, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, Ernest Saves Christmas, Die Hard, uh, The Gremlins, uh, The Ref, and uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. Wait, are you going to watch it this year? Probably. <laughs> Did I add that to your Pantheon? Dude, that, that movie is so bonkers. I mean, I'm going to have to watch it on my own because I don't think Patty will ever watch it with me ever again. But, man, <laughs> that movie. Oh, my God. It set the bar uh, for Christmas insanity. Wow. I'm I'm pretty proud of that. Good. Yeah, as you should be. All right. What's this next one here? We got from the more gooder than podcast. The better than podcast, yeah. An MGD podcast. What an odd abbreviation for the better than podcast. Maybe the G is silent. Oh, possibly. What's the M for, though? What? The better than podcast. I don't know. Like, there's no B in there. It's an M and a G. 
It might just be uh, G-B-E-T-T-E-R. It might just be a different spelling. They might be from I, Norway I or something. It could be. could be. Yeah. Um, they want to know, when do you take down your tree post-Christmas? Um, I usually am not the one in charge of that because I'm usually working. Uh, but it's, I think, Patty usually has it down like the 27th or the 28th. Okay. Yeah. My uh, mom, my mom used to shoot all the way past, uh, New Year's. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know I've had mine up before into January, but that's not because it was like a conscious decision. I was just like, ah, I don't want to take it down. <laughs> I, I had a friend of mine once who wanted to leave her tree up all year round and decorate it for every uh, applicable holiday, like Easter and Thanksgiving and Canada Day and stuff like that. I was like, oh my God, call me when you have Arbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm decorating my tree. Decorated with trees. <laughs> decorated my tree for Columbus Day. You coming over? <laughs> well, we're Canadian. We yeah, I mean, that, you get, you that's our do Thanksgiving. Every you got to no, commit. That's, a, that's our Thanksgiving, dickweed. All right. Well, I'm gonna celebrate both. What, what would you put on there for Labor Day? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair enough. You make it lean up against the wall like it's like it's resting. Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> what? Labor Day is supposed to is, is is the most supposed to honor workers. I mean, you could at least put like you know uh, uh, hammers and and wrenches and whatnot on your oh. tree that you're leaving up year round. I was gonna hang a sign over it that said "I'm on break." <laughs> <sighs> Labor so Day I... is not a holiday to commemorate Bolshevism. Maybe uh, it is. Maybe it is for me. Maybe. All right, we're gonna move on because uh, we got one from our friend Izzy, who's over at the Everything I Learned from Movies, but she's sending this in from her own Twitter handle at at Untidy Venus. What is the cheapest gift someone has gotten you? Not the least money, but stingiest. This is gonna be a tough one for me because I feel like anything that's been like forgettable, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten like, I've gotten like, I've gotten weird stocking stuffers before. <laughs> like, I think one year I got an ornament and it was like a children's TV show on it. <laughs> like, okay. I've gotten strange things like that, but uh, nothing like that I opened and was like, wow, you just like, pa- like wrapped my socks and gave them back to me. <laughs> like, uh, knock off after eight minutes. A what? You know, after eight mints, the yeah. the, the, the chocolate-covered mint, uh, dollar store version of that. Wrapped up? Yep. Oof. <laughs> yep, that's uh, that's up there. Anything else? No, that's that's the stingiest. Okay. Yep. Um, all right, so the next one comes from the uh, Movie Geek Cast, or at Movie Geek Cast. It's uh, So I Married a Movie Geek podcast. Okay. Uh, when and how did you fi- did you did both of you find out the truth about Santa Claus' uh, thinking face? <laughs> um, <laughs> probably when I was old enough to to process the idea of uh, a, a a really nice uh, man uh, giving presents to children and and flying around the world in one night to uh, uh, to give those uh, presents to said children. So I'm gonna guess. Three or four? <laughs> you were three or four when you found out? That Santa Claus is awesome and gives people presents for being good? Yeah. 
Oh, I gotcha. Um, I actually can like pinpoint the moment when I found out about you know the other thing. I was eight, I think. Ouch! And yeah, I went into the kitchen, and I point saw blank mom, saw mommy doing Santa Claus. What? No. Oh god! Saw mommy doing Santa Claus. Oh god! And it was my dad with a hat, and I never forgot it. No. And he was like, "Ho, ho, ho!" Oh god! The images you were trying to put into my head. <laughs> No, but I walked into the I'm kitchen. I'm coming more than once a year. Oh, that's it. What were they thinking? <laughs> Sorry, continue. I'll stop. <laughs> so I went into the kitchen, and I just point blank asked my mother, is it real? And she's like, uh. what, what do you mean? I was like, is it re- Santa Claus real? I was like, how can a guy go all over the world in one night? Like, how does he, does he, like, what does he use to get there? And she just said, no, you're right. <laughs> that was Ouch. it. <laughs> she didn't even try to like talk about like the differences of faith and the magic of Christmas and believing and only delivering gifts to kids who believe versus those that don't. Oh my God. Your mom's terrible at thinking on her feet. I'm sure she's a fine person, but she can't think on her feet at all. Maybe I wasn't seven, but I know I was young. I, I'm pretty sure I was like single digits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> That's my story. Um, All right. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, this uh, is a story. So the, last, the next three are like, we asked for like Christmas memories. Yeah. I'm really hoping one of these, that this next one is not true. But these are basically like Christmas memories and there's like a complaint, I guess. Okay, well, here's go one ahead. from at Wretched Wrestle, uh, which is the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Uh, so, hey, our wrestling references are really paying off. There you go. Um, I would use my sister as a human dummy for all my Home Alone traps back in the day, including riding the clothes hanger on a rope gag. <laughs> you know... I hope your sister's still alive, and I hope she's recovered well. (laughs) When you add gag to the end of it, doesn't doesn't mean it's harmless. (laughs) It's like, oh, I did the old stab you in the face gag. (laughs) Oh, the Scaramucci. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, political. We get political too, guys. Right. Okay, this one was, uh, this one was, was full of piss and vinegar. Um... I fucking hate Christmas. I actually hate all holidays, but with a specific focus on Christmas. Why? Well, everything about it is a lie. Hashtag Santa isn't real. Hashtag Jesus wasn't born on that day. Almost all the traditions are stolen from other faiths, and decorating your house is bullshit. That comes from at the naked porch. That last hashtag is super long, I just want to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was all one word. Um, I guess... Hashtag you're not breaking new ground. Uh, yeah. Dude, people lie to you all the time. Uh, how you decide to deal with it, that's up to you. Uh, I've made my peace with a, a lot of things that my parents lied to me about. I still love my parents. I still love Christmas. I, I think it's kind of nice to have folks come together and just kind of uh, hang out and be with the people in your life that make life worth kind of great. Um, if you don't have folks to do that with um I'm, I'm sorry um i i hope things are turn out better for you um I, i'm in all seriousness i'm not being an ass about this because uh there really is 
nothing suckier than you know going through Christmas and holidays alone without anybody to to at least kind of give a hug to on you know around that time of year. So are you are you offering a an, a virtual hug? Absolutely. There you go. Naked. Well, put, put some clothes on first. <laughs> naked porch. <laughs> yeah. Can you be at the fully clothed porch, and then Nathan will give you a virtual yeah. hug? No, ser- seriously. Uh, I, I I hope hope Christmas turns around for you, and it's 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 better for you someday because um, I man I I would hate to hate this time of year. Wow, there you have it. I'm not even going to add to that. I think that was great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, well, this is a lengthy one, uh, and is it, it actually leads into a question. It's from uh, Z Kitty Podcast. Yeah, I'm the, the zombie, the zombie kitty. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, so get strap in, guys. Get your popcorn ready because this is a lengthy one. <clears throat> I have a Christmas. Actually, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to do this. Uh, you know, theatrically. I have a Christmas story to tell. I remember getting the original PlayStation console and the first. Crash Bandicoot video uh, game the year that they came out. I was about five years old because I'd never played a console game before. I would lift the controller up whenever I pressed the jump button. That game started my love for video games, probably much to the dismay of my parents, and helped me in recovery from a major brain operation. I was in the hospital for a couple of months and had to learn to walk and talk and do basic things all over again. And I was discharged on Christmas Eve so weirdly, it's a Christmas I'll always remember. Me and my parents and my sister sitting around the little TV trying to get through the first level of Crash Bandicoot. It took four of us about an hour or so to complete it. Anyways, this is going to a question, I promise. What is the best Christmas presents you've received? Great okay. story. Also, yeah. thanks for sharing. Yeah, thanks. I, li- I like getting uh, stories like that. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad some people did that. Uh, thank you very much for the questions from everyone, and also uh, I'm glad a few people went with the other option too. Okay, uh, so to answer the zombie kitty's uh, question, though, uh, my my answer is actually going to be pretty similar to theirs. Uh, I got my first Nintendo Entertainment System, the original NES, uh, for Christmas one year. I uh, got a 31 in one that came with it. And uh, I, honest to goodness, for had, had a very similar experience where my parents and my brother and I uh, would hunker down in front of the TV in the living room and we would try to beat our best Pac-Man scores and our best pinball scores. Uh, a few years later, my brother and I got our very first Sega Genesis uh, for Christmas, so more video games. And then the last big video game Christmas I had was probably when I got my Sega CD. So there you go. Video games, Christmas, <laughs> hand in hand. All right. Um, I would say mine are fairly similar to that too. Uh, but I think it, it, I got a P, I, I believe I got the PS, definitely the PS4. Uh, PS4 or PS3. One of those two I got for Christmas. So that was a big one. Uh, the laptop is obviously a big thing because I'm using that right now to do a podcast. What? Whoop, what? Whoop. <laughs> um, and when I was a kid, actually... I remember getting, like, a remote control truck. I think it was, like, a truck or, like, a car or something. And I thought it was, like, the most amazing thing I've, I'd ever seen. <laughs> no, they're pretty amazing when you're a kid. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? This doesn't have a wire and it will go where I want it to go? I must use it. 
always <laughs> so that was pretty great um yeah that's, that's do you have any before we yeah before we wrap everything up do you have anything any cool christmas stories just something fun to share nah i do <laughs> okay go ahead okay well uh uh Back in 2008, uh, my wife and I uh, kind of struck out on our own again uh, in St. John, uh, where we live. Uh, we lived in Vancouver uh, and in Lennoxville, Quebec for quite some time. Uh, when we moved back home, had to live with the parents for a uh, better part of a year. Uh, and then we moved into um, friend of our, with a friend of ours uh, who we, we stayed at. We shared accommodations for uh, another couple of years. And then finally... 2008, we were back out on our own again. Uh, we moved into an apartment, got a little kitty cat named Classy, and the first year, uh, we wanted to know, we were kind of wondering how's Classy going to deal with the Christmas tree, because it was her first Christmas. Uh, we'd put the tree up, and immediately, of course, like little kitty cats do, they like to get into things. Uh, she started, you know, roaming around and trying to climb into the tree and stuff, so we had to try to keep her from getting in the tree. One night, uh, invite a couple of friends of mine over, Gilbert and the Coog. Uh, it sounds like an awesome sitcom. <laughs> we were watching, uh, I think we were watching wrestling, uh, as we are wont to do. And I had to go, I went up to the kitchen to get uh, a drink or a snack. And as I was leaving the, the living room area of our apartment, I said, guys, keep an eye on the cat. She's, she tries to get into the tree because this is her first Christmas. If you see that, stop her. Get up and grab her. Just don't let her get into the tree. Yep, you got it. Oh, yep, sure. I go around the corner into our kitchen. Uh, I open the door to the fridge, and all I hear is, I go back into the living room. The tree is lying on its side on my on my coffee table. Ryan and the Coog are, are there with this, like, lost look on their face. And I was like, you had one job. One. She got into it so fast. One job, guys. You had one job. <laughs> so that was my cat's first, one of my cat's first Christmases with us. She she toppled our tree when at the very first second I turned my back. And my two uh, lovable yet gooberish friends could not stop her. Um... All right, there, there you have it. Uh, and the, was that a real tree or? No, it was an artificial tree. We're living in an apartment. You can't have artificial trees. I mean, uh, real trees rather in uh, apartment buildings. Okay, because that's then I. This isn't really much of a story for me, but like I, I also have I have cats right now and a dog, and only one of the cats really messes with my tree, um, and it's a fake one. So I was like really confused because I thought they would only go after it if it was real. So I'm glad to hear someone else had the same issue. <laughs> Um, literally tries to eat it, and I don't know why. Like, there's, it's, it's not. There's, they're not real. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I guess before I forget again, I should probably mention uh the movie that we're covering next week. Uh, take a listen to the trailer. He's back. It's the terrorizing sequel to the film that shocked a nation by breaking all the rules. It's Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Santa's back, and he's mighty miffed at the naughty nun who drove his demented brother on a murderous rampage that made headlines across the country. Now, step by step, weapon by weapon, 
victim by victim, Santa's gonna finish what his brothers started. So you better watch out, you better not pout, because Santa Claus is coming to your town, and he knows who's been naughty and who's been nice. Hold on tight for the sequel that'll chill you through your very soul. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. In a world. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are doing Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Garbage day! Indeed. Um... I don't know anything. I don't know anything about this movie other than the garbage day thing, and that the lead actor has basically disappeared off the face of the planet. Oh, and also the fact that it's comprised for the majority of scenes from the previous movie. Yeah, this might be a short episode, guys. <laughs> so yeah, join us next week for Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two. Um, I'll quickly, we are running a bit long, so I'll quickly get through all this stuff here. So. Uh, uh, go ahead and let us know where we can find your good old pal Montrose. Uh, Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and Friends on Facebook. Montrose Monkington TV on YouTube. At Montrose the Third, that's number three RD on Twitter. Uh, check him out. He loves wrestling, pop culture. He's even uh, taking up to watching football as of late. Uh, and do enjoy the Christmas special once that drops. Thank you. More later. And of course, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, this podcast on Twitter, WWTT Podcast. On Facebook, obviously, you can find us under What Were They Thinking? Uh, we're also actually, I forgot to mention this last week, we're also on Instagram, WWTT Podcast as well. And you can also catch us or catch our shows on uh, YouTube, um, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, as we said last week, Al Jazeera, we Human, are working on the special. Yep, yep. Human Sent iPod. Human Sent iPod. Um, and yeah, you know, all those ones. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you got any questions there, Vernon, or? Do I? I do you? I mean, I guess so. I mean, I'd have to, I'd have to think about, uh, you know, you know, you know what? I've got a question for you. Okay. Well, fire away. You, you, you sit here, you sit here in your ivory tower and you, uh, you start bad mouthing. The knuckle draggers, as you mentioned, as you oh uh, yes, the un- un- uncouth ne'er do wells who work at uh, Cineplex Cinemas. Yeah, when you got one of those ne'er do wells on the other side of the tin cannon string, I just got one thing to ask you. Yeah, what were you thinking? <laughs>